Welcome to the New Missions Podcast, helping you live life on mission right where you are and wherever you go. On this episode, I have a conversation with the lead pastor of Central Life Church in Cocoa, Florida. Pastor Ryan Alonzo has been leading his church to make a difference in their community and around the world. Let's enjoy this conversation. It's great to have my good friend and lead pastor of Central Life Church with me this morning on the podcast. Pastor Ryan, glad to have you. Man, it's an honor. It's an honor to be with you and share some uh, conversation. Thrilled. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, just to give a, a brief backstory, uh, Pastor Ryan and I have known each other for many, many years, um, but of late, his church has been extremely effective in reaching the Space Coast here in Florida. And Pastor Ryan and I are, are good friends. We do spend some coffee time together in Orlando. I would say yeah. we we do find that to be a cherished time over coffee. So Ryan, just tell us, what's your, what's your favorite cup of coffee? I love cold brew coffee. I can't live in Central Florida heat and drink hot things. <laughs> That's my go-to, just a nice cold brew. And on the Space Coast, um, I know that you do enjoy some outdoor activity. Uh, pastoring a church is dynamic, but for fun, I know you hit the waves. Tell me just a second about some of your, your hobby fun. Yeah, I grew up relatively close to the ocean here on the East Coast and spent a lot of my childhood on skateboard and a surfboard. And my family and I, we love the beach and, and uh, as much as we can, we're out in the sun and in the sand. We love it. In this season, um, I've been really impressed, been obviously tuning in online to Central Life and your church during the season where you've been online with your programs and services. And I've been really impressed with the theme that you have been putting together for your messages. Would you share some of that with us? Because on the New Missions podcast, we're all about helping others live life on mission right where they are and wherever they go. And you really had a really great perspective for your church family. Would you share some of that with us? Yeah, well, thank you. First of all, thanks for mentioning that. You know, in light of the current season we're in and, and just, you know, things not feeling quite as normal as they are and, and fluid as they normally are, you know, we paused um, on some of the things we we're doing and, and just tried to speak into this season on, on behalf of our church and our community and be a voice of positivity, really. Just be a voice that aligns to God's promises, that He's for us, He's not against us, that He knows our future, that He's there. Uh, Tim, as you, you state to me all the time, that He's, you know, wherever you're going today, God's already there waiting for you. That this idea that we obviously know has its foundations in God's Word is paramount in a moment like this. So our theme became for about 30 days immediately into this kind of shutdown of not having church services live and all that. It became hopeful and helpful. It's that three-word statement, um, hopeful and helpful. Really, the basis for it is Romans chapter 15, which tells us that our God is the God of hope. That's who He is. And that if we will trust Him... He'll fill our life with joy and peace, that it will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's a strong truth, I believe, for any day of your life. It became especially relevant for what we're dealing with. I just spent some time sharing who is our source of hope, how do we stay attached to that, trust and faith in God. And then I addressed the reality that there's always a cause and effect to your faith in God, and that is that the effect becomes you're a helpful person. I don't know if you've ever met somebody who was hope-filled and wasn't helpful. I haven't met somebody like that. <laughs> they always become helpful. That became the message to our church family and to 
the community we live with right here on the Space Coast. Let's be hopeful people because our God is the God of hope, and let's commit and remain helpful in this season. It's so encouraging, Pastor Ryan, because for New Mission since 1983, really our motto has been Haiti, Hope, and God. And right where you are as a church family, you have led with hope as the answer, but you have taken it a step further and being helpful. You've empowered your church family to respond locally. I know that you partner with New Missions and you're helping us feed families in Haiti and empower pastors across our campuses in Haiti and the Dominican. But tell me about what you all decided to do to be helpful right where you all live. As a pastor and a communicator, When I'm speaking to an audience of people and the theme is something like this, hopeful and helpful, I want to first lead them to action in their own home. And so that's the goal. But at some point, you have to bind hearts together with a call to action that lets them take what they're committing to in their personal life and do it with other people. I think that if you don't give an avenue for that, then there'll be unmet potential in our lives. And so what we do is kind of take that theme and we impart it to our friends and our family here. And then we say, how can we demonstrate that this is not just something theoretical? We're not just talking about being hopeful and helpful. How can we do it? And that for us became a food drive. We began to ask the question. We called police departments, first responders everywhere, local government. We contacted schools. We contacted our local partners, one of which is a sharing center that meets basic needs for people every day of the year. And we looked for, that's where we're like, what is the avenue of how do we remain helpful in this season? We found out that in our county, it's over half a million people, the need for food was actually legitimate. At first I thought, really, is that what's going to be the outcome of this? And it was. So we found the legitimate need. And then we took some of the limitations that we have in this season, can't gather in certain size groups and et cetera. And we just got creative. We said, what if we turned our Sunday morning environment where we normally have church? What if we turned it into a drive through where people could drop off non-perishable items? We'll observe all the you know social distancing rules and all that sort of stuff. We'll collect the bags and we'll deliver them straight to the sharing center. And fast forward 30 days and our church family has collected over four tons of food in that time and doubled their giving financially to that one partner in March and April. It's been just a great season of the overflow of hope, which is what the scripture says, that God would overflow hope out of you through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we can see it in a tangible way. So encouraging. And it's it's very empowering, which I love for you and your church family and for all of us, that we would find hope, but we would live hopeful and helpful to others. I know that you have also really encouraged your church family to lead well at home. We have seen you know, our mission field change where a lot of people are working remotely and families are obviously spending way more time together. And one of the things I saw on your social media feed for Central Life Church was church family members were in their front yard with signs. Tell me a bit about what took place with these very unique family-made church signs. We did a few initiatives. Um, One was the signs. We're a multi-site church. We have three locations across our county in three different unique cities here. And we're constantly talking to our church about the fact that we're one church in multiple locations. And when this virus prevented us from being together in our buildings, we kind of jokingly said to the church family, we just went from one church in three locations to one church in hundreds of locations. And we encourage them to hashtag their last name attached to the word campus. So like for my household, it was 
hashtag Alonso campus. And we turned our homes into sanctuaries, into churches. And that was just a way to kind of create some good morale among people. We also supplied them with resources. We created a 21-day small prayer journal that had a daily idea of how to serve their neighbors right from their new campus. That was all kind of mixed in together in how we, we shared those things. I just love how it has become personal and then the proximity has changed for the local church where it is now in your home, in your neighborhood. And Mm -hmm. obviously you have a very active family. You enjoy outdoors uh, with both of your kids. Share with me a bit about how you and your family have really been visible in this season in your neighborhood. So we've got two little kids, eight and five. They're a boy and girl, Judah and Brielle. And when our new schedules took place, you know, the kids were at home from school. You know, life has changed. We just committed to do as much as we possibly could in our driveway. Like, that's the conversation we had. It's like, what could we do outside that we don't normally do outside? We do in the comfort of our home. As much playtime as possible in the driveway. We bought the kids chalk and let them draw all over the the road and (laughs) encouraged them to write positive messages on the ground because we knew that neighbors would be walking and more frequently and that's exactly what's happened. And my wife and I, we love to work out. We go to a local gym here with a bunch of friends. We can't do that. So we collected some home gym equipment and borrowed some things and we work out in the driveway. So we did a lot of driveway activity. We sit out in the evenings and If we're not playing or working out, we're walking uh, in the neighborhood, which is kind of a regular practice, just getting out as much as we possibly can. And the other thing is like, we've just been proactive with our children. I think people in general, they love kids. So we kind of unapologetically, unashamedly use our children as a bridge to connect with people so, so that we can encourage them and love them. My wife sat down with the kids one day and just the kids wrote note cards to the neighbors and then went and delivered them. And So it's just simple practices like that that help people know that you're not just running away and hiding behind the four walls of your home, you know, kind of crossing your fingers and wishing for the best, but instead we're we're out there just trying to be relational and love people. That's tremendous. Pastor Ryan, I, I thank you for your friendship, but I also thank you for your example in leading the local church so well in the season to be hopeful and helpful, and then also your family living life on mission right there in your neighborhood Uh, I want to encourage everyone to check out centrallife.org. That's centrallife.org. You can hear some of Pastor's messages, but also stay in tune to how God is using them on the Space Coast. And Pastor Ryan, leave us with some final thoughts. Anything you'd like to share with us regarding life or this journey, this season, anything on your heart? My encouragement to you is just a fresh reminder today that God has a, a will that He wants to see lived out through our lives. Sometimes it's hard to decipher, hard to discern what that is in a given moment. I think the key to staying connected to the heart of the Father is to remind ourselves that we were given the gift of the Holy Spirit. He is the one who's able to lead us to the will of the Father for this exact day, right now, like this moment, this week, this month. God's plan is not a secret. He is willing to lead you in it, and the Holy Spirit can do that. And so just a fresh reminder today that it is worth our time to pause and to say, Holy Spirit, what do you have for me today? To stay close to God's word so that we can see those steps clearly and see him illuminate the truth for this moment. So go for it. Go and love the world that God planted you in. Awesome. 
one of the early messages in your series when this all kicked off that really spoke to me. I just want to publicly say you mentioned that this is a once in a lifetime historic opportunity, Mm -hmm. you know, a moment that we may never live again or other generations won't experience. And how can God use us, you know, right now in this historic time? So may we be used of God right where we are and wherever we go. Yes. Agreed. Thanks for encouraging us today, Pastor Ryan, to be hopeful and helpful. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so thankful for Pastor Ryan's leadership in his church and also in his community. And for pastors everywhere, thank you for making a difference in your community, in your city. We have an opportunity for people to be involved right now in a campaign called the Virtual Mango Run. You can make a difference right where you are and in the lives of children and families in Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Simply visit newmissions.org forward slash run. That's newmissions.org forward slash run. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, live life on mission right where you are and wherever you go.